And hello, my Osirians. This is Osiris. And this is my new toy. Uh, some of these might sound a little weird, but I'm experimenting. And um, we'll see what it sounds like. This one is a lot of uh, open space, if you will. That's what I like to call it. It has my voice carry on like... Yeah, I don't even know. It's like it fills your head with the sound of music. Anyway, just kidding. Folks, we're here today to ask something of you. No, I'm not. We just asked. We will see who comes and signs up. See who those introverts, extroverts, and ambiverts are. Ambiverts are. But this is part duh. And we're going to be, while we're just throwing out bangers, I mean, we destroyed some stuff. You got to get some really a good, chunky meet of things here. We got to use words like Illuminati and secret society. Oh, it, it was big. We lost a few people. I knew that was going to happen. We're going to lose a few more. And that's expected. And this is going to be no different one. We're just going to keep on with the bangers because we start out with religion, organized religion, being a destructive virus that actually enslaves and replicates itself in the minds of the humans. The elites transformed this world into a prison place. And this does not allow you to experience what you need to in order to progress not only yourselves, but the human race. And that is going to change. Right now, it suppresses your urges, and it redirects them into an unconscious shadow, if you will. It creates slave religions that give you a long list of what you can and can't do. Yep, the Ten Commandments. It condemns your desires as sinful. Yeah. A resounding sinful. Or morally wrong, one of the two. Now, if you know me, then you know my morals. While tried and true, sticking to them, nor shit's a little skewed but I'm a little skewed person you know uh, it's only wrong if you get caught <laughs> yeah people don't like that but it's true now while these rules that they have to abide by as ridiculous as their God themselves. Truly. Why you might say, well, be morally wrong. <laughs> morally accepted. Um, diligently immortal. No. You'll be drawn back to this world and tied to this planet without learning or experiencing what you need to to progress, not only yourselves, but the universe. Hopefully, you're starting to realize the gravity. And gravity's a bitch, people. Gravity's a bitch. Um, and hopefully, you're understanding the gravity of the situation 
which your dad raised them in. Now, what we call the Abrahamic God and or mainstream religions are nothing but deadly viruses, as we say. They are systems of enslavement and control that keep you bound and locked to a world without progression. They promised you heaven, but instead keep you chained on a hellish planet. The planet is in hellish. It's the people on the planet that make it hellish. Oh, I know. I'm like you're being so... I don't know. Earthenism, uh, racism, earthism. I don't know. I'm sure they're going to have something to say. But it's them and their hellish planets that they're keeping you at if you're not a good boy or girl. And who's a good boy or good girl? Neither of you. You can't even take care of your own goddamn pets. Okay? Perpetual two-year-old dog. Anyway, back to this. These slave religions give you a long list of commandments. I think it sits at 10. Okay. Um, doesn't let you explore the sexual nature of any of your, your fantasies. That's something that would change. Uh, we don't let you, want you to turn away from sex at all. Well, let me repeat that. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. We don't want you to refrain from sex if it's consensual. And not with your mother, your dad, or your priest. They stay out. Some promote turning away of sex completely, okay? That's why I say this. These are sick and twisted institutions. They give you a long list of holier-than-thou stuff, remember, of thou shalt, thou shalt not. Thou shalts are there to condition you or basically a part of the brainwashing of which they do. They seep into every little part of your life. And then they put this spear in you of if you're not a good Catholic, you're going to hell, you're going to burn forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. It can't get any worse than this place. Okay. It's called hell on earth. This is our But thy shall not. What other shall we? We shall have another. What shall that be? Since it's a condition of you uh, making you conditioned into obey, obey, Mister Mayor, obey, obey propaganda. I love that. that Anyway, they exist to groom you into becoming accustomed to submitting to authority, submit, obey, without question, no matter how insane it sounds. And if you're thinking right now, oh, not me, not me, do you want me to prove it to you? I don't like to be that mean, but okay. I can prove it. Thou shalt not touch thou shalt. Whatever. If you're not going to do it, I'm going to. And if I, you know, see, that's what happens. Even talking about the church. 
stumbles you into pedophilia. <laughs> wow. Yes, I did. This is a serious thing. These shalls are nuts. And these shalls shall not be done. Okay? Because we're not telling you what to do. Just how to think differently, look at it differently. Then be discussed. And then do something about it. Now I use this analogy a lot when I talk about the sexual abuse that happened in my life, um, which happened ever since I was early enough to remember all the way up until freshman year in high school. It was so bad and so long that I did not realize that it was even wrong. Okay? Until I saw it happen in, to another child, another guy. And seeing it in his face, his, I knew at that point that, that all that it happened in my entire life was wrong. And that it was bad and it was This is, and it was a priest. I was at boarding school, so the priests were no different. They were there. Now, this really fucks up the psyche of the human being. And I was no different. I was probably the most fucked up kid that you couldn't even imagine. I try to tell people how such a bad person to this day if you only knew me they don't they don't even believe what I'm telling you I was a very very bad person and anyway this abuse that started to happen well happened now I couldn't go to mother even if I knew it was wrong mother would say, Jesus would never do that. You know? Oh, really? Well, Jesus has nothing to do with it. Jesus isn't fucking The priest Now, where am I going with all this? I'll tell you. I had to come up with a way to accept and deal with this issue. Now, when I speak to other people and I tell them, I get these really weird, um, especially when I talk about this kind of stuff. It's very touching for some people, as, as it, should, it can be. I put mine out there so you can know that you're not alone that you can learn from my experience of being here, and that it wasn't your fault. And that's the biggest one. It's not your fault. You did not do anything to deserve that. Okay? That's the biggest lesson. But these thousand shells and these thousand shalom is what got us in this position. And what I mean by this is a priest at least in the Catholic Roman Catholic, they take a vow of celibacy, meaning simply that they cannot have sex with women. But that doesn't mean you have sex with boys. Okay? Now, a lot of the religions don't have, which is great, but you don't want to take that up. But that being mad at the priests all the time, I don't believe most of those priests that have gotten caught doing what they're doing are gay, truly, like, born gay. I believe people are born gay. Okay, yeah, you can have bad gay. I didn't say bad gay. I said bad with a D. Okay. Uh, you know, going through a part of your life, you know, certain section of your life, Girls would be like all fat lesbian like, you know, the guys, well, they don't like to knit anything, so 
you won't know. But regardless, we have a priest that will take a vow of celibacy, but you can't have sex, and then he puts them around. At least back in my day, we didn't have girls that were the helpers at church. So altar girls did not exist. Neither did altar its, or the ones that didn't identify with whatever they were. Cocks and penis, cocks and penises, and pussies and vaginas. Okay, that's it. Nothing in between except the taint. Okay, and it taint this, it taint that. But them taking their natural urges and suppressing them made them attracted to the thing that was in front of them. In this case, the young boy. Now, in no way am I suggesting or in any way saying that what they're doing is okay. If it wasn't for my sister, Lisa, I would have gone on a killing spree of every single person that ever did it, starting with those priests. It would have been a bloodbath. And I would have enjoyed every second of it, to be honest with you. didn't come to light. They're lucky. Anyway, um, so I can understand how it is they get that way, but it's not condoning what they do. I just understand how they do. So, just knowing that. As we move forward, these thou shall shall Thou shalt and shalt not. I wanted to come up with a better uh, thou shalt not. I couldn't really. I just, thou shalt not use another word for thou shalt not. Um, Anyway, these slave religions give you a long list of commandments and rules, okay? Many of these religions absolutely condemn the exploration of your sexuality. You have the right to your own body. You can do whatever you want. Okay, whatever you want. But it's your choice. It's your choice to stick a cucumber. It's your choice to stick a light bulb in your ass. It's your choice. Whatever you want to do. As long as it's not hurting somebody else. Good to go. That's what we do. Total opposite other with them. Sex is bad. They, I mean, don't forget they have miracles of birth. Jesus. Mary was raped. Okay. Don't give me anything. Blah, blah, blah. That's the real story. Mary was raped. Okay. So we move on. These sick and twisted institutions that punch out all these people, they give you, like I said, that long list. And you're not supposed to question no matter how insane the demands are. You do not question Jesus Christ. Well, anytime you're told not to question, what do you think you should be doing? That's right. Question the non-questioners. Remember, you need sufficient reason. not a belief system. If you need to believe in anything, believe in yourself. Believe and trust yourself to at least give it a shot so you can possibly change your life. Okay, now this condition, this is totally brainwashing 101 on a large scale. It's beautiful. Actually, it's very, it's quite clever to be a I have to admit, it is. Now again, not condoning, just recognizing. Now, all these insane demands, like going to church and kneeling and, I don't know, eating his body, like cannibalism, um, I can go on and on and on. Um, But, to me, he was a bully. Turn the other cheek. 
fuck you. That's what a bully would be like. Let me hit you a few more times, bitch. Yeah. No, that's not the way it should be. Thou shall not obey thou shalt. <laughs> anyway, um, thou shall not are to keep you from experiencing that which will lead you to the progression of your mind. And that's what brainwashing is. It is to stop the progress of your mind in any way but theirs. So remember, thou shall not let them take the experiences which lead to the progression of my mind. I'm going to give you a few, a few thou shalt. Thou shalt sin. Go forth and sin. Thou shalt dance. If you guys know me, you know I'm going to be out there dancing. Ecstatic dance is the most beautiful way of appreciating life that's known to the human race. Technically, technically, doesn't it? You know, it has to be. It's always techno time, but you always don't have to listen to techno and dance. Okay. We invite everybody into the fold except those people that listen to country music. That's a joke, sort of. If it was up to me, no country music people. It's too damn progressive. Anyway, no stopping of the progression of mind. Well, yeah, let me give you a few more of those. Um, thou shall, what did we go do? We danced, okay, that's good. We sinned, that's good, right? All right. You see how much better this is than any of your religions? Now get this one. Thou shall fuck. That's right. I like that word better than have sex. Uh, copulation, or um, what do they call it? That one show. They're gonna. Oh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I hate having dead air on the damn thing. Uh, canoodle? No. Um, anyway, it'll come back to me. I'll use it somewhere else. Thou shalt not waste time of my Osirians thinking about words that mean fuck. Moving on. So thou shalt sin, thou shalt dance, thou shalt fuck. Raise your hands, who's in? Sounds like a good time, right? It is, trust me. We're not stifling those things. We're promoting. It's healthy. Okay. Now, we're going to get into a couple of things here. And this is going to get a little bit, I think we got rid of most of the people that, after the last one, did, uh, was really messing with people. So, this is going to take it some steps further. So be prepared, because if you're not prepared by now, you're in a lot of trouble, because what's coming is just going to it's going to surprise you. Now, we ended on fucking, so we're going to move on to eating. Now, I say eat your fill of the fruit of the tree of knowledge. That's what this whole shit hole started from in the religion was Adam and Eve. Put them in the garden of Eden. All naked life that they didn't even notice, supposedly. Anyway, that's what was out there. And they put it. Now, this cocksucker decides to put a tree with an apple on it. And this apple is supposed to be the tree of knowledge. And what it was really standing for was it was the temptation put in front of the humans for the first time of knowledge. Eat of this tree, and thy, they will become 
aware that they are just the same as blood figure out there. This is why it was off. They couldn't do it. They didn't want it done. But they offered it as something told them not to do it or they destroyed them. Sound like any religion you know? This is what I speak of. Eat your fill of the fruit of the tree of knowledge is what we're giving you. We want you to be as well-educated as you can be so you can make the most of your decision. Okay? Always disobey those who try to forbid you to do that. Okay, do you hear that? I'm telling you, you can't get much better than this. We tell you to go without, without, out and sin, dance, and fire. Eat from the fruit of knowledge. Disobey those who try to tell you. Give the middle finger to those old decaying priests with their insane laws. Fuck them. Okay? To hell with it. That traditional morality. Fuck those who want to keep you chained and leashed like a dog. The only time where we're, it's acceptable is when you're in BDSM, okay? When you're, when you're leathered, laced, and, and, and you're uh, submissive. That's the only reason. You should be a uh, Do not bow down to the sick rulers that want you to keep. They want to keep you as a slave. This is the freedom of the mind, people. This is what we do. Free the body and the mind. But the mind first. The mind will free the body. Fuck their absurd rules. Live life. Dance, drink, make music, listen to music, love, fuck, experience, do it all. To hell with their system of control. We are here to crash that. Give humanity the tools to liberate itself. To not only liberate itself, but then to govern itself. Stop giving the power over to something else. To have power over you, we're unleashing it. Know that you are good enough to do that for yourself. We've sworn to destroy this destructive system eradicate mainstream religion, to delete what we call God virus. Basically, people, my next statement is going to get probably the biggest backlash you'll ever see in your life. But this is it. Because we're not the ones that are scared to say it. And that is, we are going to kill God. How about that? But not what you guys think, okay? Because remember, we're the gods. We're not killing ourselves. It's the outward, the external, the, the, the external gods that we need to destroy, okay? Those are the ones that are keeping you as slaves. We are, you want to free yourself from this. You need to kill the gods. Delete them, if you will. I don't like to use the word kill. Just delete them. Delete. Okay, no more. Any rational person who immediately sees that this God is a monster, okay? God killed every goddamn firstborn. Supposedly, this is a story if anybody remembers. He killed every firstborn child in Egypt. And the Lord said, now this goes back to my Catholic days, trust me, I can quote scripture like you wouldn't believe. That's how I fucked up with my mom. Well, not fucked up, but like, that's how I had to fight with her. Leviticus, man, I'm telling you, that man gave me like the best ammunition ever. Leviticus. Anyway, um, getting back to the firstborn and your, this external God of Jesus Christ or whatever he called himself. He was killing every firstborn son of Egypt will die. 
uh, from the firstborn son of the Pharaoh who sits on that throne to the firstborn son of the female slave. Okay. Who is at her handmill and all the firstborn of the cattle as well? That comes from Exodus 11.5. Did Wow. I mean, did you guys read this stuff? That's female slave in her handmill in the... Good Lord. What does that sound like to you? I'm just going to kill the firstborn? What the hell? I shouldn't have to say anything more. Um, then he wanted to test faith, right? God tells Abraham to kill his only son, Isaac. What the fuck is that? Go kill your own son to prove your dedication to me? The only thing that you have to prove to us as dedication is if you want to come back or not. And that proves it in itself. That's all. You don't got to go kill your first son, thank you. Okay. Anyway, I can go on and on because I've got lots of these, but... Um, I'm trying to remember the quotes because when I do quotes, I have to do them right because then these people jump all over. So after he did that with Abraham, then God said, take your son, your only son whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Mora, or Morai, to M-O-R-I-H. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain that I will show you. Now get this, people. Here's the numbers. Anybody a number person? Genesis 22, 2. 2, 2, 2. This is sounding pretty insane, people. This is the kind of shit you guys are talking about and believing in. Man, you guys are burning people and I don't know. Ultimately, God stops him just before he's going to do it. Abraham is raising up the knife, but it's neither here nor there, really. Well, he cares that he didn't do it, he asked him to. Okay? We're never going to ask you to do that. The most we'll ask you to do is to help yourself, not kill yourself. Kill someone. Um, now, why would you? That's putting the fear of God in you right there. That's what that means. Hey, guess what? I, myself, I'm a teacher of pain, teacher through pain. I have to admit that. If it was my choice, my way, that's the way it'd be. Because it works. And it lasts. It's proven. So you can't argue with it. And if you can argue with it, come here, i got something to teach you. Okay? Yeah, I guarantee it'll work now. Okay. After, um, after all, that, that matters that, that Abraham agreed to do it. It was the process of going through it, actually doing it. It was the process. It's not as if God had any objection to the actual murder being taking place. Job's, Job's, I think his name is Job, Job's family was allowed to be murdered by God to test his faith. The other one, uh, Jeff Bethiah or something like that, I have a hard time with his name because it doesn't, it's opposite. Jephthah. Anyway, he murdered his daughter after making a promise to God. And God didn't raise a finger to stop him and fully expecting Jephthah to make good on his homicide. I think that he probably was doing that because he was repeating something that he knew that this God wanted. He wanted to make him happy, so he was doing what he had said before. Monkey see, monkey do, bitches. Okay. 
and that's that's some sick sick stuff the fact that Abraham was going to kill his only son for no reason whatsoever okay other than God commanded him to do it is highlighted as the ultimate sign of faith commitment and obedience in their order okay this teaches them to submit to authority no matter how absurd the command is. Even if God murders your entire family, you should go on believing. That's what the story of Job teaches. Let's see one more. Let's I got one more if you want to, you know, just to make it the third pattern, you know. Let's see another one of these God commands, right? I command thee. And he says, now go attack. There's another one of these names that I can't get right. Sorry. Is it like Amelia Kites? I, sorry. I, it's spelled A-male Kites. Um, that's how I remember it. A-M-A-L-E. Kites. A-I-T-E-S. Amelia. However they say it. So he says, now go attack the Amalekites and totally destroy all that belongs to them. Do not spare them. Put to death men, women, and children and infants, cattle and sheep, camels and donkeys. 1 Samuel 15. God damn, he's killing donkeys and camels and sheep. And he's not stopping at babies because he's done that before. You guys are some sick, sick, sick people following a guy like this. This is just one of the endless, I don't know, like, I can just go on and on. There's more and more of this stuff described in the Bible. The Abrahamic God, it drowns the entire world population, for God's sake. Okay, this is, oh, that's right, he told somebody to build it big boat and put the animals on it, you fucks. He didn't say put the people on it. He said put the animals on it. He thinks of the animals more than you. If he existed, you should kill him himself. That's what we're doing here today. You you can't see this any other way. Uh, Yes, you can see it as, oh, well, these aren't real stories. Well, if they're not real stories, then what the fuck are they? Anybody want to help me out with this? Parable? That could be a good name for it. Yes. They're supposed to teach a lesson, though. This is where you guys run into the onion theory that I have. And it's not a theory, it's proven, but it makes you cry, okay? Because you don't peel the onion far enough. You guys just think one step backwards. Now, when I was saying what I was saying, it would disturb you, and therefore you were like, he's wrong. So when I said something that disturbed you, you said, oh, he's wrong, this is not, he's taking it incorrectly out of context. These are not literal stories. So when I said that, I said, they're not literal stories. Well, what are they? I ask. And you say, parables, okay. lessons that are to be learned by storytelling. And that's where you fuck yourselves right there. You didn't get past one question that I had about your religion that I didn't even ask. That you're dead wrong. If it's teaching us this parable has that content and is supposed to be teaching a story, teaching a lesson, please tell me what that is. Yeah, that's right. Killing and sacrifice and that's right, but it's you don't have a choice. Do you see what he did there? It's a false sense of choice like voting. It seems like you have a choice, but you really don't. Because he's saying the same thing both ways. 
And so are you. You're repeating it. And you just did, young lady. See? Think before you talk. Think five layers of the onion. That is introversion. Okay? That one right there, she's an extrovert. You see how she just yelled it out? That's what religion is. That will get some silence in here. Yeah, that's real. Don't forget it. You allow a jo jobs, jobs, I, don't know, I hate jobs. Anyway, <laughs> we won't go there. Uh, he's, uh, we're still on a job. He really fucked this guy up. He allows jobs to 10 children. Okay. Damn, Jobs, 10 children. He, he allowed jobs to 10 children to be killed for no other reason than to test the faith of his obedience. Kill his whole fucking family. This guy, like, I won't go too much farther. I shouldn't have to. That's some rough stuff right there. Ten. I mean, somebody needs to kill this guy. Like, he sounds like a psycho. Not God. Like God's a, a, whatever. But this guy's really screwed up. He's killing his own thing. Better wake that motherfucker up. Anyway, he accepts uh, Jebediah's daughter as a virgin sacrifice. So he's not. It's dick or no dick. doesn't matter. He's killing it. But it's a virgin, so it's got to be pretty special, I'm sure. If I told you all these stories without telling you that it was in the Bible, would you have thought that God was a monster or a tyrant or a devil? Don't answer. In your head, answer it. I could have told those stories and, and not used the right names and changed them. And you would be so disgusted and want to ban the book that was put out that said that. That's all we're asking you to do. Delete the God. Ban the book. Do what you know you should. A being, be it human, hybrid, or any other such things, that accepts a virgin sacrifice is doing black magic, which is not all bad. I do that to myself, but sacrifice of virgins is a different story. Um, and it will allow you to be tortured in a lake of fire for eternity, which all of us are going to be Supposedly, you will burn forever. I think even their punishment is contradiction. Anyway, um, if you don't bow down and worship this God, let alone being that that He's all what what they say, all perfect and all loving, I consider it a deadly virus eating away at the minds of the masses and keeping them enslaved, and keeping them fractured in the hollows in existence. We could go on and on with this, but I don't need to. The so-called holy books are filled with violence, sexism, homophobia. They condemn homosexuals to death, sanctioned slavery, and placed women below men, and even sometimes cattle, okay with sacrifice, in virgins and all infants. Christians teach their children all of these stories, along with the lies of everybody thing from the Easter Bunny to the Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus himself. He tells them there's nothing wrong with them. They are raised on this violence, and it's condemned, but praised. Christian parents have no problem whatsoever telling their children, trust me, I was a product of this, that they will burn in hell for eternity if they don't, uh, do not worship the monst monstrous God. They tell them that God can read all their thoughts and will know if 
what they're thinking. And if it's anything sinful, if you think about boobies, you're going to hell. If you masturbate, you're going to hell. If you do this, you're going to hell. They tell them that God can read their thoughts, okay? That's what they said to you. God always knows what you're doing. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to start to masturbate, and if he watches that, he's a pedophile. Yeah. But um, I was raised a Christian, like I said, myself. And it was very hardcore Catholic, Roman Catholic. My mom was fanatic. I don't use that word lightly. I use it correctly. And you have to be fanatic. Believe some shit like this. So, this monstrous God that they want you to worship, they can read your thoughts. And this, this is mental child abuse. It got so bad that I left at the age of 16. I had been through 16 years of sexual and physical abuse and didn't leave that. A few years of this, I had to go. That's how bad. That, that was worse than the physical abuse. This is me. That's my story. There's many of us out there. Some of you haven't had that. So you don't know what that's like. You might have had a great upbringing. You, your parents might not have been like but that's what the big book says. And there's no denying that. And if you have to believe anything in that book, be it a parable and a story about teaching a lesson, because there's no lessons to be taught by those kind of stories, except exactly what they are. Don't forget, we are not a faith-based thing. You don't have to have faith in anything that we say, because we're not telling you what to we're telling you how to think differently. That is all. Now I'm going to hell if it ever, if, you know, I'm going to be the guy that works the door or something. Because hell's going to be a hell of a party if it ever existed. But people believe it's 100% real. Like I said, I was raised Christian, was taught all of these things are being completely true. Some of you might not have. I can tell you how many nights I laid awake at night scared to death that I was going to go to hell and burn. Mainstream religion is child abuse, people. We do not tolerate physical child abuse. So why do we allow parents to mentally traumatize innocent children? I have no idea, people. We're not allowing it anymore. We are doing something about it. I'm involved, and it's happening. Anyone that has gone through mental abuse such as I have will know that it can be just as bad as even as the physical abuse of which that's for the people that have been through it they know this we will create a new world one where children are taught that they are sinful sinful worthless slave to a vile god in the sky it will send them to hell for eternity if they don't bow down no child should be subject, subject to such mental abuse. We're not saying that, this, that God described in the Abrahamic book actually exists. That's not what we're saying. Don't ever think that we say that. That would be crazy, insane. But it doesn't matter that this God does not exist. The concept of this God is wreaking havoc across the world. The idea that this God is, dead, is a deadly virus that replicates itself from person to person, from generation to generation, and has enslaved countless minds. Thomas Paine once said, whenever we read the cruel and torturous executions, the unrelenting vindictiveness of which more than half the Bible is filled, it would be more con consistent that we call it the word of a demon 
than the Word of God. It is a history of wickedness that has served to corrupt and brutalize humankind. And for my own part, I sincerely detest it, as I detest everything that is cruel. Thomas Paine. Next, we'll have Frederick Nietzsche speak about it. <laughs> Nietzsche said, I condemn Christianity. I bring against the Christian church the most terrible of all accusations that an accuser has ever had in his mouth. It is, to me, the greatest of all imaginable corruptions. It seeks to work ultimate corruption, the worst possible corruption. The Christian church has left nothing untouched by its depravity. It has turned every value into worthlessness, every truth into lie, every integrity into a basis of soul. This eternal accusation against Christianity, I shall write upon all walls, wherever walls are to be found. I have letters that even the blind will be able to see. I call Christianity the one great curse. I call Christianity the one great curse, the one great intrinsic depravity, the one great intrinsic revenge for which no means are venomous enough or secret subterranean small enough. I call it the one immortal blemish, the one immortal blemish on the human race. Damn, son. Whoa. That's bad. I'd read it again, but it's too long. So in an Assyrian world, it's going to be one of which children are shown that they are beautiful, free beings with, as we see everybody, with infinite potential. They are not slaves. They have the power to create themselves into whatever they so will, for they are a god. It's time to take a stand, time to make your voices heard, you extroverts, even you introverts, change the way you think. Get a little loud, get a little crazy, and get on home to dance, to sin, and to fight. That's all we have for today. We'll see you next week. And if we don't, you're going to be at church, I guess. You guys have a good night, and I will talk with you.